Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, lights, camera, action. This is a substantial media town. You have businesses like Discovery and Nat Geo and obviously Washington Post. So we've been able to draw great media talent from this region, great data science talent, great great technology talent. It's sometimes exciting to be a bit of the underdog, being from the city that isn't the obvious city uh, to build a media technology company from. Washington, D.C. is a media center. It's a place where entrepreneurs build great businesses in the media. Who knew? Well, our next guest knows. Michael Avon is chief executive officer and founder of ICX Media. Mike has been involved in various media businesses during his career as an entrepreneur and as VC. Many name brand businesses have come through his office or have been started by him. And now he's up to something very interesting with ICX Media. Mike, thanks for taking some time with us. Thanks for having me here today. Well, you've been here in this part of this community involved with millennial among other companies why is this a great place to do a media related startup <laughs> probably not the obvious place to do no a, it's not a media related startup but I, you know i i've always i, I grew up in washington dc and didn't think of it as a technology town i've uh, lived in san francisco and new york and other uh, more established tech towns and came back here about 17 years ago and i just found a great workforce here they're great technologists. They're great business people. They're really good data scientists here. Some come out of government or out of government contracting. But more and more, we've been building up a really good technology community here, um, which helps to build media technology companies having great technologists. You know, on the media front, though we're not New York or L.A., this is a substantial media town. You have businesses like Discovery and Nat Geo and obviously Washington Post, Gannett, Tegna, a number of others. Um, so we've been able to draw great media talent from this region uh, great data science talent, great great technology talent, and it's uh, you know it's it's uh, it's it's sometimes exciting to be a bit of the underdog, being from the city that isn't the obvious city uh, to build a media technology company from. Well, I think that there's a general acknowledgement around the country that we generate a, a lot of content. We, we do, <laughs> Actually, or otherwise, but we're not talking about content creation here. We're, you're talking about content distribution and and making money off content, right? right? Uh, absolutely. So tell me a bit about ICX Media, and this is, I mean, there are already other places where people can get videos online. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Why and, and how is ICX different? Yeah, we're taking a very different approach to, to video. Uh, we describe what we're doing as Moneyball for content or Moneyball for video, if, if you've uh, read the book or, or seen the movie. But the idea is that we're using analytics and data science to help individual video creators, media companies, and brands uh, be more efficient and more effective in distributing their videos, in marketing their videos, and in making money from their videos, and even in some cases to help them make uh, content creation decisions, content production decisions based on math, based on looking at what consumers are actually watching, engaging with, what advertisers are, are, are uh, paying to sponsor, uh, what consumers are subscribing to watch. And it adds a, a level of science to what's historically been a, you know, kind of a thumb in the wind uh, intuition type of business. Um, it, we're in the early days uh, of, of, we think, really revolutionizing how content's created and distributed, uh, but it's been very exciting. And, and DC is a great place to do that from, uh, partially because we're not right in the middle of Hollywood or not right in the middle of, of Madison Avenue. I think we can take a little bit different approach coming from here. It's interesting to me as you describe it, because I know that generally you, people tend to think about videos. You're putting up a video of your baby or, or mm -hmm. so forth, and YouTube just lets you run an ad mm -hmm. or something, and it's very unpredictable. It sounds to me, Mike, that what you're describing is very much how people are approaching written content. In mm -hmm. fact, arguably, this whole issue around, quote, fake news, unquote, 
is nothing more than people figuring out how to game the search system right. to create content that's rewarded in search. Is that what you're doing with video? You're you're allowing people to target their video to better monetize it, or or, or how is it different? No, uh, it, it is not. We, we hope we're not involved in fake news at all. So we hope that what we're doing is enabling creators to and producers of content to develop really good content and get that really good content out in front of people who'll be interested in it. Mm -hmm. It might be a very large audience. It might be a small audience, but it's an audience that wants to hear what that creator, that artist has to say. Um, so what we're looking at, we're not looking to game the system. We're looking to find audiences that might be interested in specific content, get that video, that content in front of them and give them an opportunity to watch it. And, and if they're excited to then follow that, uh, that creator moving forward. So it's, it's really using data, using math to try to find the right audiences, no matter what size they are for specific videos. These, this isn't about cat videos and you know, kid mm -hmm. videos. This is about people who are creating you know, vlogs, talking about issues that are important to them. It could be, um, uh, it could be news related or politics related. It could be beauty and fashion is a big category for us. It can be comedy. Uh, it can be people who are creating web series. It can be people who are doing music videos. Um, there's any kind of video that that uh, that are out there today. And if you spend some time on YouTube or Vimeo or Facebook or Snapchat, it's pretty amazing uh, some of the new content that's out there on these you know, so-called user-generated channels that, that really rivals premium content, the type of content that you're used to seeing uh, on television. So if I hypothetically mm -hmm. had a business podcast in the Washington, D.C. region, hypothetically, and I wanted to create a, a video series to reach mm -hmm. audience, how would I as a business person interact with you and use this technology. Yeah, you as a business person would go to icxmedia.com and uh, sign up to use our app. Uh, we have a free version of the app, so we allow people to uh, to test out the app, to use some of the basic functionality for free, uh, and then uh, a more premium version for serious uh, business people who are trying to build real businesses. Most of the, the, uh, the services are self-service, right on the web or, or through a mobile phone. Uh, we provide some value-added services as well for some of our larger customers. Uh, but we're providing a little bit more hand-holding and, and uh, some direct services for them uh, as well. But it's very simple to use. We have uh, many thousand, uh, thousands of creators using the, the, the platform every day. We have hundreds of thousands of creators uh, who have access to the platform. So we have a lot of scale very early in this business. And uh, we're very excited about, uh, about the speed with which we're building our, our customer base. Speed. Sounds to me like you're working too hard. Where are you finding the talent to grow your business? Isn't it hard to get people from outside of this region to come and locate here? Yeah, it can be. We've had a lot of success. We're still a relatively small business, and we've largely recruited from the region. Uh, but we have had some people move here. We've had uh, people move from the West Coast, which was great. We were challenging uh, Silicon Valley, and we had some people that moved here because they actually thought it was a better opportunity to come here, uh, to be at a... a a more high profile startup in this region versus being at one of the thousands of startups in, in Silicon Valley. Um, we've also done a good job recruiting internationally to date and have some, uh, some great people here um, who, who chose to move to the United States and in some highly skilled positions that are, that are helping us out, particularly on the data science side. So it's uh, DC has actually been um, a good recruiting tool. People find this a, a livable city and a, um, and a very interesting city to, to build a business in. Well, we've had advertising.com mm -hmm. millennial, ICX, uh, Capital One. Mm -hmm. There are a number of really significant companies been growing here, billions of dollars of value created. Mm -hmm. What do we have to do in this region to create more of an ecosystem so that entrepreneurs think about doing media service companies here rather than doing, say, a, a Facebook app? Yeah, a Facebook app. Uh, well, it's interesting you brought up those companies. I think part of the answer to this is uh, repeat entrepreneurs and, and successful entrepreneurs funding other companies. So you, you brought up advertising.com and Millennial and Capital One. 
uh, most people don't realize that advertising.com, which was really the first major digital online advertising company, actually largely came out of Capital One. The founder of that, Scott Ferber, one of the founders, had worked at Capital One. Nigel Morris, who was a founder at Capital One, helped in the early days of funding and, and shaping that company. Millennial Media basically grew out of advertising.com. When we put the company together, we hired much of the team, and ICX Media now comes out of that. So our lineage goes all the way back to this you know, incredible financial services company that has almost nothing to do with media, um, but uh, but did uh, help drive this revolution in using data to target ads and, and do uh, targeted marketing. I think what we need to see is more entrepreneurs who are successful in building up companies, turning around either starting another business, funding another business, or otherwise supporting other businesses by being board members or advisors or otherwise. And you're starting to see a lot more of that in the community now than, than we saw five or 10 years ago. Another reminder how the DC region is a leader in entrepreneurship in unexpected places. Mike Avon, CEO and founder of ICX Media, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Jonathan, appreciate it. And that was another episode of What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman and my producer, Tracy Madigan, we both remind you that what matters is how you think we're doing. So don't forget to direct message us at, at What's Working DC if you've got a story idea. And do tell your friends to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Podcast One. And you know what? If you can take the time to rate our show, it'll help spread the word that this show is hitting an important chord for the entrepreneurial business community here in what you and I agree is one of the most interesting places to be an entrepreneur in the entire world. So we'll see you next time. Goodbye. The Capital Culture Podcast with your hosts, Rachel Nania and Jason Fraley. We have a new podcast called Capital Culture. Each week we go in-depth with chefs like Marcus Samuelson and writers like Bon Appetit's Adam Rappaport. We'll also talk plays with Kathleen Turner, movies with Emma Stone, and music with Smokey Robinson. Not to mention some of your favorite WTOP voices. The Capital Culture Podcast. Find it on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, or at WTOP.com. Search Podcast DC.